Welcome to Geek Girl Soup. I'm Susan. I'm Kelly. I'm Court. And we're back. <laughs> so today uh, we are, we went to the art house, which, you know, that's what we'd planned, but, you know, we'd planned to torture Court with some of these, but since last week we took care of that with the uh, sex podcast. Then. Da- dangerous liaisons three ways. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> that, was a that sounds dirty too. Yeah. Of course. Um, <laughs> yeah. Called it, uh, ended up calling it dangerous podcasting. Yep. So, <laughs> because you never know what you're going to get with us. Right. Yep. Uh, so anyway, so, uh, so yeah, that was, uh, dangerous podcasting and now we're just like easing back into the the art house of it all mm-hmm. <laughs> so. and all three of these movies that we're going to end up talking about are on the criterion channel which no one has <laughs> or most people don't right, have most people don't but... so we are going to give spoilers when we talk about these yeah. three movies and one of them um Baccarat is also available on Canopy. So oh. if you have a library card, then you can watch it for free. Okay. Yeah. And I did, I did see some of them might be available on Tubi. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Well, we're still going to give spoilers in this podcast. Yes. yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, but this was a busy movie week for me uh, just because there was so much with film independent. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me see. There was The Grizzlies, Promising Young Woman, The Truffle Hunters, The White Tiger, Nine Days, Fatale. That's six movies. I think I missed Nine Days. Did it already expire? Yeah, I think it was Friday and Saturday. Yeah. God damn it. I meant to watch it. And uh, Camille and I watched Tampopo last night after having ramen for dinner. We planned it that way. Yes. We got stuffed on ramen at dinner with my son Mm -hmm. and then watched Tempopo while having um, a tequila Collins. Mm. Yeah. I I mean, I have gin around, but that's what we had been drinking. So I'm like, let's do something with actually with rum. And I accidentally grabbed the tequila and poured it into the thing. And then I realized, oh my God, this is tequila. So I was yeah. looking up tequila drinks and I didn't want anything standard. And so I saw tequila Collins and it is just tequila, lemon juice. Well, it called for agave syrup. So I use simple syrup. And then uh, mix all that together with ice and pour it into your glass and then add club soda. And it was delicious. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sounds good. So mm-hmm. not Japanese-y, but um, whatever. As long as you slurped your ramen, it's okay. Exactly. Oh, my yes. God. Because <laughs> we knew we would get hungry from watching this movie. We knew okay. that there was, you know, constant food in it. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. So anyway, but yeah, I, I missed, ended up missing most of the film independent movies. Uh, I watched two of them, obviously, or of course, Promising Young Woman. Yeah. And um, the week before I did watch uh, Seduced. I think we already talked about that yeah. um, mm-hmm. on stars through film independent. And uh, when I clicked on the stars logo in the top Mm -hmm. left Mm -hmm. i saw there were other 
uh, things that we could choose from. So I watched Withdrawn Arms Mm -hmm. and that was about Tommy Smith in the uh, 1968 Mexico City Olympics. Mm -hmm. And I don't remember uh, the other American runner's name, but uh, he and that other runner on the medal stand they had won first and third uh, or gold and bronze medals um they uh lifted their right and left arms in the you know power fist symbol um and the right and the left he claimed it was because they were making an arc uh between them what i thought i had read years ago is because they had only one set of gloves and so one of them wore it on the right, mm-hmm. Tommy did, and the other one wore it on his left. So yeah, I may I've be heard wrong. That too. Yeah. I've heard that too. Mm-hmm. I think he was making something up, kind of how artists um, will create meaning about their art after the fact. <laughs> so I don't know. But yeah, that was really good. I really like that. So it's on stars, I guess, uh, for anyone who has stars, but I watched it through Film Independent on stars um i ended up watching of course promising young woman because um grizzlies uh very enjoyable i had missed herself when susan watched it on film independent what was it last month and um i watched that this week oh my god it's on prime right now so Mm -hmm. good Mm -hmm. so good um i did see dog tooth before susan told me not to watch um (laughs) Sorry. Not, no, no comment. <laughs> no comment. Um, Film Independent had the first two episodes of Zoe's Extraordinary Playlist. I watched the, it had actually, I'm sorry, it had the season finale from season one and it had the first episode from the second season. So I watched that and I watched um, like the Q&A that was involved. And then the next day they did the Bring It Up Baby, um, like table read of the, of the uh, draft script. Because, like, there were changes to, uh, like, the final product. I've seen that movie so many times, and they would just say something that was completely different from the movie. I'm like, what? So when they talked about, oh, no, this is from the first draft, you know, before we kind of tweaked everything. um, They did a pretty good job with it. Um, Granted, uh, like, I I got ringed up by Scott. Like, why would you watch this? Uh, It can't come close to the icon. Hush, it was for a good cause. And it was fun. Granted, it was long because they read the whole thing. Oh. Yeah. But, like, it, I, I enjoyed myself. Um, like, that was a lot of fun. If they posted, I'd, I'd tell you guys to go ahead and watch it. It was very enjoyable mm-hmm. to sit and watch them do that. Um, I saw the first two episodes of WandaVision. I actually did a live stream, impromptu live stream last night with the girls over at uh, uh, Pure Fandom. Uh, I think it was on the Periscope. Uh, like, I can send you guys the link if you want it. And... Um, I've got a lot of stuff on Criterion, Kelly. Mm. Of course, I watched the homework, but before I could jump into the homework, I found this thing called um, Color Adjustment. It was a 1992 documentary um, that basically kind of, it's like the stuff that we watched uh, like uh, early into the pandemic where it was talking about a black representation and just like the different TV shows and how, um, you know, black folks were represented. Um, of course they were the domestics. Esther roll was in it and she was super. Yes. She was in it and she was super indignant about, um, Beulah. Like 
you had uh, the, the happy Negro <laughs> and she was happy to help and always smiling and laughing and just raising someone else's child where you never got that extra layer of her personal like trials and mm. like her child. Um, and they talked about Diane Carroll um, and how this was during the time of integration mm. where she was an acceptable um, person to have on screen. Mm. And the fact that she had her herself and her son, but there was no husband. Mm -hmm. So when it came to good times, originally there was no James, there was no James <gasps> Evans. Yes. And um, Esther said, if you want me to play this role, you will make sure I have a husband so that we can have our nuclear family. So we can show you what, what our families really do look like before you pull them away. And cause Esther said, if you, if you don't do this, I am not taking this role. And that's how we got James Evans. Wow. They, cool. they took him from us later but we got some good years and like there was a balance of course of uh, still getting the buffoonery thanks to J Jimmy Walker's character. Mm -hmm. And that's the stuff that we'd seen previously with like Amos and Andy, but mm -hmm. that was meant to kind of soften the blow of some of the other issues that they talked about. Mm -hmm. So I, I sat there and I just watched it. It was so good. They had some of the different actors, producers and critics. And I kept seeing these white producers who would talk about yeah well we just want to entertain people like we don't want to have anything with a message and then later they would realize by doing that like we are sending a message like we're not talking about race and like we're, we're kind of like making things blind to some of the issues that are happening in real life that's sending a message mm -hmm. so i thought that was cool and it was interesting um they said most american households um like in 1951 12% of the American household had the television. And then in 1963, it was at 90%. So it was just, it was so, so good. I wrote a lot of notes. I'm not going to go into all of them. Though. That sounds <laughs> it was awesome. No, it's cool. Yeah. yeah. So great. I'd say definitely check that out. And it's, it amazes me. That was 1992 and it's so relevant still. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. Granted, there have been strides made, but whew. That sounds fabulous. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, I guess. Oh, oh, one more, one more show that I I did watch a quick binge show on on Netflix, and it filled me with some big neck energy. It was <laughs> it was history of swearing. Oh, with Nicholas Cage. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. Yeah, Kelly, you're gonna love it. Yeah. <laughs> you will. And it was it was really interesting. It was hilarious. And you know, a week ago, um Wendy's had ruined that that phrase and now it's back with big Nick energy. Mm. He saved it. He Good saved job. it. Nicholas Cage. Mm -hmm. Who knew? <laughs> see i've been binging on um the what is it the fourth in the gerard butler series um capital down it's on Ooh. cnn kelly oh yeah <laughs> yeah me too kelly i've been trying to balance it otherwise i'm gonna lose my mind yeah we talked about this after the election they called it we all kind of settled down and we were all getting comfortable and ready and then yeah now we're back yeah, we're back. Yeah, mm -hmm. I had to resubscribe to uh, Hulu Live, and oh, wow. yeah, it's crazy. 
Yeah. And annoying because that price jumped up and it's, it's Um, awful. It's terrible. They all are now. It's all starting to get more expensive or just as expensive as the cable was. And I got from my web, my Xfinity, and they said, well, you have used 90% of your data, whatever. We don't don't do data. Apparently they're going to start doing it now. What? $10 for every 50 gigs that you go over. Um, Then you can buy unlimited. Of course. People no, are that's still working ridiculous. from home. That's not fair. No, it's not. Well, no. they're going to give you two months to kind of see how you do with what they're allotting. But I think that's a bunch of BS. Yeah, yeah that is. That is. Um, I did watch this week's episode. It comes out on Sunday of Your Honor oh, with Brian Cranston. That? It was good. I am I am enjoying it. And um, uh, uh, season two of Servant the uh oh, yeah. m night Shyamalan exec produces and it's on apple tv plus that just came back out on friday and it is just one episode a week i kind of forgot that that's how it was yeah um yeah apple tv plus does not drop it like netflix they do one a week which is good um, balance you, yes. all the stuff we have to do i know i know so yeah that was good and this this yeah. first episode was good picks right back up where it ended last season like the same night um yeah so it was cool i don't know if you'll watch the first season part of it okay i liked it i mean it it was weird it was not at all what i was expecting from it Mm -hmm. um i have no idea what's going to happen this season almost said semester this season (laughs) um but yeah this first one was satisfying now, is there an M. Night Shyamalan twist every episode? No. Okay. No. Yeah. If I remember correctly, he wrote season one, episode one. I think okay. so. Yeah. Okay. So he had a bigger hand in that first one. Um, and ever since then, uh, yeah, it hasn't been him. No. Okay. I appreciate that. But yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, maybe I'll get back to it in a couple months i don't know when you start again yeah when they're all out yeah Mm -hmm. after award season yeah uh, which for us begins next week because we're doing (gasps) the soupies next week oh true our awards yeah yes (laughs) kelly you're like wait what (laughs) what? (laughs) yeah but we've already watched all of our stuff because or or we've everything that we've already watched is what's uh in uh is our ending for yeah 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 so there are things contending in your list, Susan, that won't be in mine or courts or the other people. Exactly. Yeah. Because we don't have to all watch the same things, yeah. like, unlike the Spirit Awards. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. And so I imagine we're getting, you know, by watching all these screeners now, watching a lot of the, um, the what we're going to have to watch in those three or four weeks that they give us to Mm -hmm. watch everything you will have already watched a bunch though yeah and um so when i missed something i figure well this will probably get nominated not everything will be nominated but um anything that gets nominated then i'll have another chance Mm -hmm. to watch it Mm -hmm. oh and then there was one more that i didn't mention did i uh death of two lovers Oh, that's out that's right another. now, isn't it? 
Yeah. Um, it, but they sent that screener a different way. They sent okay. you a link. Mm -hmm. I, well, they sent you an email with a link where you can watch it and they gave you the password to watch. That. Oh, okay. So similar to the stars, uh, seduced thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, should we mention promising young woman? Yes. Yes. We all watched it this week and loved it and adored it. Yeah. Even, uh, I, I listened to some of the Q and a about it. We don't want to spoil it right now, but we will be spoiling it at the end of the podcast. We're going to have a little chat about it and, but for now, um, yeah, so we'll give you, you the chance to leave at the end because right. it is now available to rent yes. on Apple and Amazon and wherever. All the usual know. places. Yeah, and you can rent it for $19.99, which is totally worth it because this court says, yeah. you know, if you go to a theater, you buy your ticket for, you know, whatever, $10, $15, and then you're buying popcorn and a drink. So you're easily spending $20 for one person. So mm -hmm. even if you are alone right now, this is worth it. And if you are not alone, or if you do have friends over during the pandemic and you get more than one person to watch with you, then it's obviously worth it. So, yeah. and we adored this movie. I think <laughs> it's my favorite Carrie Mulligan performance. I, I agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Homework. Yep. Homework. Homework. Yes. Uh, we <laughs> get your subtitles. Make sure your subtitles are working. Oh, that's right. <laughs> All three yes. were, yeah, different languages, different countries. Yeah, I, I love that. I love yeah. how we choose movies like that. Yeah. Um, the first uh, was In the Mood for Love. Yeah. And it was in Cantonese, not Mandarin. Okay. Well, yeah. So I picked up. Like when they were saying thank you, um, I forget what they were saying, but in Mandarin it's shishe, mm -hmm. and that and they were saying like ogala or opala or I forget what, but it began with an O, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm like that's not Mandarin, so we paused and looked it up. Sure enough, Cantonese, oh. <laughs> and yet uh, you know Maggie Chung and Tony Lung. Mm. Uh, who were the stars of this. Yes. Oh my God. They were also in hero with Jet Li, which we watched months ago. That was in Mandarin. So geez, they speak multiple, multiple Everything. languages. Yeah. I know we, we Americans are just in general. Pretty bad about that. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Speak English. No, yeah. no thank you. <laughs> Yeah. Like this movie was so so beautifully done. Mm. Um like just like the cinematography, the way everything was shot was beautiful. And like Kelly, this was this could have been a torture court movie, but it it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. Like there there was a love story um that was not fulfilled and I was okay with that cuz in my head, I'm like okay, well years later they could still meet. It's fine. Like they kept missing each other. Um like and like the way they like even started to come together like they had like their their husband respective husband and respective wife like step out on them and they're like wait a minute. so how did this happen like how mm -hmm. could they have done this to us and then they saw like they or i don't even know because we didn't get like that view instead of what feelings were had by the other people mm -hmm. 
but like I fell in love with them too. Oh, like that mm-hmm. night that they got stuck um, for the oh, oh that was so funny. Oh, that was great. That was great. Beautiful, good pick. Yeah, mm-hmm. they. Um, the cinematography is amazing. The music that that main theme. The and but then also using the Nat King Cole songs. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez, just too awesome. And of course, the acting was incredible. Um, the directors, Wong Kar Wai. Um, yeah. So, do y'all? Oh, and the very end when he whispers his secret into that hole in the wall, and then packs it. Oh. Um, so, do y'all think they ever had sex? No. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't think so either. So don't watch, don't go back and watch any of the little things, the bonus things. Really? Oh, is there speculation about her son? I don't know. Okay. So Camille and I oh. started one of the little bonus things afterwards. And yeah. we're like, nope, this is giving, yeah, it's, it felt kind of like or worse than uh, the Harry Potter cursed child thing. Yeah. You know how that uh, changes your perspective of yeah. some things in the original oh, okay. books. And uh, I pretend that the cursed child never happened. And uh, we saw something in one of the bonus things. It's like, nope, we're stopping that and didn't happen. It didn't happen. Like it was just sweet. It was, I don't, there didn't have to be anything like theirs was yeah. a, like a love, love affair, like yeah. a true love affair. Yeah. And I love how they came to figure everything out, you know, like yeah. the purse and the tie and just those little things and how uncareful their spouses were about everything and yeah my my wife went on a trip to visit what her sick aunt mother I forget which and oh yeah she's staying away longer and oh well where is she oh she's actually in Japan oh yeah my husband's in Japan on a business trip and what gone for like a month oh yeah she's gone for a month too How convenient. <laughs> yeah. 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 What <laughs> yeah. And they're neighbors. Yeah. And so, but I guess everyone is just so polite and distant in yeah. Japan or traditionally, especially back then, that it was unimaginable that these two neighbors, a man and a woman particularly, would talk. Why would they? So, was- yeah. It was interesting also, like from the perspective of now with the, with the pandemic also to see so many people living in such close quarters. <laughs> that would be a fun bubble though. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Mahjong tournaments every oh, night, God. you know, family dinners. <laughs> oh, yeah. But she went out for her noodles all the time. I loved mm-hmm. her little container. Oh my yes. gosh. Yes. So beautiful. And then when they would, uh, when it would rain while she or, you know, they separately would go down there to that little market. Oh, and that, that one light down there on the, you know, stairwell down. Just and so her, many gorgeous scenes. Yeah. And her, her costumes were oh, amazing. Yeah. I love that. You know, and it's like, okay, it was 1962, I think was the, mm. the first yeah 
time period there Mm -hmm. it's like that's perfect those are perfect 60s inspired costumes yeah just too beautiful Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah this this is one of my favorite movies literally up there with hero they may be number one and two yeah how have i never heard of this before (laughs) this movie yeah. I have a lot I have a lot of movies to catch up on. There's yeah. so many. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I watch a lot anyway. <laughs> you do. I don't know that I have any other suggestions like that though. I mean those two, Hero and In the Mood for Love, are just yeah, number one and numbers one and two. And uh yeah, I don't think I have any other hidden gems like that for you i mean maybe one day i'll think of another but um mm-hmm. yeah those, they'll do uh, another movie for you Kelly. like not a sequel to this but just another movie yeah 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 and hopefully it won't be torture for anybody <laughs> like we trust them now yeah okay yeah okay all right well it's kind of the the next one that kind of goes with that is tampopo mm-hmm. uh okay. Because, you know, I mean, it's centered around food. Mm-hmm. And, you know, so we've got the, we'll move from food to food here. Mm-hmm. And Oh, and yeah, noodles, mm-hmm. Japanese noodles. Mm-hmm. To, I mean, the Chinese, Hong Kong. They were in Hong Kong, right? And in the mood for love. Yeah. I think so. Hong, Hong Kong and yeah. just in different parts of Asia. Yeah. Yes. And then, so those Chinese noodles to um, Japanese noodles in the form mm-hmm. of ramen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And an egg yolk. I couldn't watch that. I literally you know, closed my eyes and the turtle. I closed oh, my the eyes turtle. and oh Camille had to tell me when those scenes were over. Yeah. Like there was that one. And then the oyster too. Like that one. I was, was more weirded out by the oyster and the turtle than the egg. I was like, Oh, okay. Yeah. That no, I, I couldn't watch that though. I did watch like the little girl with the oyster thing. And Camille said, let's, yeah, let's pretend she's 18. Okay. Yeah. Even yeah. though she looks like 13. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. I was saying, you know, the ASPCA did not approve this film no, and nor did like before all that. Yeah. Like the whatever, there's probably some world child protection organization. I yeah, don't yeah. think they approved it either. The eighties were wild. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, things are still wild now, but I kept, I kept looking at her and I was like, I don't understand. Like, how? Wait a minute. Does she, she eat it on my hand? Mm-hmm. And then licking his lips. Yes, his bloody yes. lips. That that was that was the worst. Yeah. yeah. Like this. Like this is hard. This is very sensual. But like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> is it my American sensibilities, or I don't understand? There was some American movie from several years ago, and I. I don't remember who was in it or the name of it, but um, it was like a farm. And I think there was a fairly big actress in it. I don't. Oh, yes. I think it was the Laura Dern remembering uh, sexual abuse. Was it that one? And the, but the little girl was going for like horse riding lessons. And so we saw kind of saw when she was being raped by a male mentor 
And there was a note on the film about how they shot it. We never saw the man on her uh, or actually touching her. Um, We saw her face, but um, yeah. So they had a note explaining how they did that because she was not 18. And so they shot it very sensitively. But that was very different. This is that was that recent or a few years, just a few years in the the last four or five years. Yes. The tale. I think it was in that. I think. Yeah. Because in that we see Laura Dern as an adult and as a little girl. Hmm. I think it was that. If if in that when she was uh taking like went away to a horse riding camp at some point as a little girl. I don't remember. But, but yeah, I just remember the little girl was not 18. It was, Mm -hmm. they got an actress who was the same age as the character. And um, it was a difficult scene to watch, but they put a note that, yeah, he did not touch her. He was not on her. And uh, Mm -hmm. yeah, she was protected. That's like I had a hard time um, with Dangerous Liaisons last week for that scene in the Japanese version, which I was a Japanese, the Chinese, Chinese. version, which I, which I, re- I love that version. I just I hated that scene where he was with the girl and she, she was like 16, 17. Supposed to be. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Uma Thurman at least was in her twenties. Yeah. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's still when you're imagining yeah the character's age yeah it's like oh yeah really gross even though back then you know that's well first of all there was no age of consent but yeah i know terrible yeah and then you know movies that were made in the 70s and 80s then they were you know they had the the kids in these Mm -hmm. and we're not so careful about how they mm-hmm. shot it too. Yeah. So. I'm going to look up that just made me think of that movie. Uh, was it star 80 Mariel Hemingway about the uh, oh, yeah. playboy uh-huh. bunny who ended up being murdered by her partner. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Whoever, whoever he and was. then, you know, there was, and also was it taxi driver? Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some oh. controversial scenes in that. Yeah. With, Jodie Foster. Yeah. yeah okay. Okay, yeah. Mariel Hemingway, born in 61. The movie came out in 83. So she was like 22 when they shot it. Okay. You no, know, 21 when they shot it, 22 when it came out. Okay. And I don't remember how old her character was supposed to be. Um, but yeah, so she was legal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I-, I can appreciate... Like, I know there have been some slips mo- even more recently, but I can appreciate how much more careful, um, like, we are about that now. Like, or at least that filmmakers are being about that now. Um, and also, like, just, like you said, putting that warning on because it can be triggering depending mm-hmm. on what's happened to you in your own personal life. Or period, like, it could be triggering even if nothing even happened to you. Yeah. And I think we talked about at another point, haven't we? Um, how there are intimacy coaches or coordinators coordinators on films now when they have sex scenes. Yeah. Yeah. 
It doesn't mean mm-hmm. the sex scenes aren't graphic. It just means that they're there to what, yeah. help protect the actors and make sure yeah. they're comfortable enough and that there aren't too many people on set or that they, they have only as many people as the actors want or feel comfortable okay. with on set. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So no, I know you didn't watch Dog Tooth Kelly, so I'm yeah. wondering how care because that was shot so carefully you didn't actually see anything it was uh, everything was implied mm-hmm. i did read what it's about and yeah yeah but there was there was one scene there where i was wondering gosh how did they do that how did they fake that mm. <laughs> you know my daughter has seen it and yes she said very very creepy and but of course it's yorgos lanthimos so you know it's naturally going to be creepy yeah this sounds creepy even for him Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and there was like a scene uh from a porno an actual porn in that yeah wow I was like shutter really (laughs) okay now i i'm assuming that the kids were watching it did it look, I mean, I don't know. Were the kids watching it? I'm trying to, I, I who was I watching it? remember if it was they, the kids or the parents. Okay. It must have been the parents because the kids had their own reality. They weren't allowed, like, okay. outside influences. Okay. okay. Except for the chick. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> because in in some movies, like, when the kids are around... Uh, intense violence. Oh God, I think we've talked about this before, like especially a baby or toddler who ends up crying a lot. That's terrible. That must be really traumatizing. But even if it's slightly older kids or something is said in front of them that you know they've never heard in, in their real lives before, and now they're hearing it in a movie or even ask, hey, what does blah, blah, blah mean? Um, I would have to think long and hard about that if I were, you know, a, a kid actor's parent. Yeah. And if I would want them to be around certain language uh, or certain scenes. Yeah. And, you know, you read the script beforehand, but yeah. Watching uh, another movie last week, um, Baccarat. Mm-hmm. And I... I watched some of it before we podcasted last week and then the rest after. And I'm like, oh, I should have chosen that movie <laughs> instead. And then, of course, after I started to watch Dogtooth, and I'm like, no, let's just switch. Let's just watch back around. <laughs> because it was another art house movie. And it, it's about this little town in Brazil that disappears off the map for some reason literally uh-huh. satellite map yeah yeah and um it's a reminder that yes we're going to fully spoil this movie um so if you want to watch it it's available on canopy with a library card or on criterion with a subscription real quick i just looked up tampopo Oyster Girl was 20 when the movie came out. Really? Wow. Okay. Unbelievable. Yeah. So she must have stayed indoors like forever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sorry. Baccarat. <laughs> yeah. And this is Brazilian yeah. Baccarat. And so Brazilian. in Portuguese. Yeah. yeah. With some American actors too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Portuguese and English. Yeah. So, um, so yeah. And it, 
was, you know, it looks like a, um, it's just going to be like a drama. This woman coming back to the small town where she grew up for her, you know, the family matriarch's funeral. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then it takes a turn. <laughs> so um, there's some mysterious things going on. Uh, some people, they find some bodies. Some people in the town have been murdered. So what happened? And including a whole family at this horse farm mm-hmm. and uh, the water truck coming into town had three bullet holes in it. Yeah. And so the water came pouring out and they're like, you didn't notice that happening. And yeah. oh yeah, all the horses came stampeding into town mm-hmm. late at night. So that's yeah. how they discovered everyone dead at the farm. Two guys were taking the horses back but sort of like that main young guy in the town was like, don't, don't go out there. Yeah. yeah. Don't yeah. do it. Of course there are also UFOs. So you're like, wait, what is this movie? Well, a UFO yeah. drone. Yeah. UFO oh, yeah. shaped drone. Figured yeah. That out later, but initially I was yeah. like, UFOs? Yeah. Aliens? They came and wiped this town off the map. What, what is it? With guns. Right. Yeah. Right. Why would aliens use a gun? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And you, you see in the in the description of the movie, it says it takes place in the in the near future. Yeah. So, I mean, it could be a actual UFO. You don't know. Yeah. <laughs> but, and the movie came out in 2019, so yeah. it's not very old. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, old at all. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's just um, then you find out what's really happening. There's this group of foreign tourists. Mm-hmm. They've come to like wipe the town off the map. They've come for uh, murder tourism. It's a purge. Yep. It's a yeah, purge. Purge. Oh. The purge. Yes. Yep. Just to hunt. Yep. It's crazy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> but <laughs> we just dis- but we discover in the town's museum that they and we don't discover this until the standoff at the end. Uh, or the retribution at the end, whatever, that they had successfully fought off, was it the word siege, years before? Yeah, when there was like civil war or something that they had survived. Yes, the (laughs) The town town had had survived. survived. And there was an old photo of like four heads where they had beheaded (laughs) people. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and like they had their guns like mounted like yeah. we don't need and anymore. labeled yeah mm-hmm. and one of the hunters went in there and saw oh and he knew they were weapons because yeah they had the little tags underneath and he said on the radio hey the townspeople may be armed <laughs> and, uh, yeah just just maybe yeah. It's like that's the problem with hunting humans. They're gonna fight back. Yep. With Especially the since they knew it was have. coming. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yeah. Because they were all vintage weapons, both sides. Because for mm-hmm. some reason the hunters had said we're using vintage weapons. And it's weird. Mm-hmm. I guess to make the hunt more interesting. Yeah. Oh my god. I know. yeah. I loved the scene 
where you had naked guy in his garden <laughs> and oh naked gosh. wife in the house. Yes. I was expecting that for some reason. I just knew he was going to shoot them. And, but for him literally to blow the dude's head off. Oh my God. Wow. <laughs> that was gross, yeah. but great. Mm-hmm. Satisfying. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Totally came, satisfying. How dare you do this to our town? Right. Like that came after they murdered the 12 year old. Yeah. So yeah. Let's forget you guys. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Full immunity also. Yeah. Like, hello. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, like, Brazil. And so sensitive American. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, um, oh God, Lunga. That is his name. The, yeah, yeah. the dam. Yeah. Yeah. And him going crazy with the machetes and yeah. And, and for it to essentially come full circle with him decapitating those guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was great. And then, and someone says, do you think Lungo went too far? Nope. No. <laughs> One of them just said, nope. <laughs> no, no. And then when the, uh, when the van pulled up, <laughs> it's oh, like, yes. really? <gasps> you were just expecting to just casually ride on in and pick up your uh, <laughs> tourists. <Yep. laughs> wow. With wa- bottles of water waiting in their seats. Yeah. In their yeah. Service. Yeah. I'm like, so you sold your town out. And here you go. Yeah. Thanks, Mayor. Mm-hmm. Was it Tony Jr.? Yes. Okay. Yep. Oh, Lord. Tony Jr. No, he got served. Oh. Yeah. Oh, but then, you know, he would get them whatever medicines and food and anything they wanted. And, you know now good god yeah yeah <laughs> after giving them the pain med that also dulls your emotion or blocks your emotions mm-hmm. you know which i guess he was hoping they would all take so that they would uh be easier to hunt is my thinking yeah and that was interesting okay. when the guy said uh we've all taken powerful psychotropic drugs. yeah see okay i guess that's where i was confused because i thought that the drug that that they did take that allowed them to do all of that because they weren't looking the at mood uh, numbing one. Yeah. Because then they were able to, um, to, to kill these, uh, the tourists mm-hmm. because they weren't really looking at them as people mm-hmm. anymore because of the drug maybe. Yeah. But the guys, I was wondering about that too, but it looked more natural because it was a little bit pocked what they were putting in their mouths was a little bit pocked almost looked like a seed to me okay and it may have been uh, i don't know but um yeah it didn't look like a pill so yeah when the guy said we all took a psychotropic so that makes sense does that would make you go a little bit crazy but clearly not the kind of somebody's head yeah (laughs) clearly not the psychotropic that Makes you see all the beauty in the world and Mm -hmm. love everyone. So, yeah. Yeah. No. And not the kind that would make you chop up your neighbor either. Focus just on the bad guys and kill them. Right. Not a bunch of school kids. Right. Wow. I mean, that was, it's just crazy. And yes, I'm going to watch it again one day. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not this week. (laughs) 
I wonder if they'll find the signal blocking chip that that Brazilian woman uh, put underneath yeah, yeah. the the table in the, in the store. store. Yeah, because mm-hmm. then that would fix their signal problem. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if they don't, like the battery can't last forever, right? True. Right. True. Right. It's not like it's solar powered from right. somewhere. But it may be very long lasting. Those teeny tiny batteries are usually really good. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, I guess it depends how much information they got out of uh, the guy before they put him on the horse. <laughs> True. 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 Yeah. But like, are they really going to tell anybody what they just did? No. That's why they washed everything off except that one little bit of blood on the wall as she yeah. said leave that there um, and then the guy in the um uh, base uh yeah underground dungeon underground yeah. i mean yeah. they just buried it back up yeah. so he'll have a nice little end of life <laughs> yeah well, good pick yeah mm-hmm. that was really good oh and court did you watch your extra credit I did not get to do that. I did watch the stuff, though. It looked like the stuff. I've seen that one before. I'll watch it this oh, weekend. Yeah. We'll talk. I just okay. I ran out of time. Um, I That's okay. did watch The Brother from Another Planet, which I hadn't seen before. And I was like, this is so good. And so it covered a lot with, like, um, immigration and, again, representation. It had Joe Morton, Papa Pope. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really, really enjoyed that. Like there were some moments in it that I was like, wait a minute, I don't understand what's going on. But like, it was really well done. And they had a budget of what? $350,000. <gasps> wow. Like they did such a good job with it. And so like th- th- that, this is what I had, had pictured New York to look like, mm. like this and Warriors um, for like <laughs> years before I finally made it up there, like on my own. So like it had a cool message to it as well. So I'm glad I finally checked it off my list. Cool. So as I mentioned before, next week we are doing the soupies. And <laughs> so gather your best of lists and uh, join us next week. Uh, some of our, our categories might be different from yours, but that's okay. <laughs> so it's all about you know fun well and these are the most prestigious awards of the award season and i think our we're doing ours first this year are we're even beating out the golden globes and that never happens because the globes last year were like on january 4th or something great maybe the 8th something crazy like that first weekend yeah yeah and this year, because of the pandemic, everything got pushed back. You know, the Oscars are in April. So, and the Golden Globes are next month. Let me look. Or... I, I don't remember. I should know immediately. It's on my calendar. Okay. Um, Golden Globes. Oh, February 28th. Okay. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah I they're mean, usually, even... yeah, so early. And the year before, so in t- 2019, they were towards the end of January. But because the Oscars kept pushing mm-hmm. forward, um, 
the globe's moved farther or close, even closer, you know, forward even more, uh, which was just ridiculous. I mean, because the globes go through December 31st. So how can you do that for movies that come out on Christmas? Well, true. Because, you know. Yeah, they'll send them out before they go public. Yeah, they get them in like probably in November. Yeah. And then get the voting done in December. Yeah. Yeah, and that's the hope that people are watching all of their screeners without yeah. voting. But it is annoying to have an award show that early before we have right. a chance to watch. Right. You know, for some that came out Christmas Day, I mean, I guess, I, I guess we can go and watch in the week, week and a half mm-hmm. between its release and, and the award show. Oh. But... Yeah, it was just silly. Yeah, and that's, you know, even with some of these on our list, it's like, well, we may have watched them, but are they available yet? Like, you know, One Night in Miami just became available on Friday. And we watched it like three weeks ago. Yeah. So, you know, (laughs) stuff like that. (laughs) Yeah, so much of what we're watching isn't available to other people yet. Mm -hmm since we got it through film independent but Mm -hmm. yeah fortunately things like ma rainey's black bottom that became available on netflix two days after it was available to us yeah Yeah. and like you uh, said court herself is now available on amazon prime which i still haven't watched so i'm glad it's there Mm -hmm. but if it gets spared award nominations then oh it will access again (laughs) would have had access access again and uh oh yeah never mind so yeah. And <laughs> also after the soupies, we'll be watching, uh, we'll be watching some Sundance films. So <laughs> we'll watch all kinds of things that aren't available yet. <laughs> so sorry. But we'll, we'll tell you, uh, we'll keep a list and tell you what to keep your eye out for. Yeah, definitely. So that's our jobs. Yeah. That's right. And so we're, we're doing it a little different this year. We're mm-hmm. doing more. <laughs> yeah. So um, by having even more early access. So um, we will do that and then we'll uh, be back with another of our, we'll get back in our regular, regular, I guess it is regular now yeah. since we've been doing it since March. Every week <laughs> since March 15th. Mm-hmm. every week we haven't missed a week we've had a theme week every yep. yeah yep. so and next week for the awards we're having more people join us that's right we're having yep. uh some special guests returning returning hosts yep <laughs> so that will be it will be fun <laughs> we're gonna have to keep it orderly so that we don't go until midnight <laughs> yeah well i mean it's it's an award ceremony you know, so we'll go till midnight and then there'll be an after party and, you know. I don't want to go until midnight. <laughs> <sighs> okay, Kelly will be leaving early. <laughs> so. <laughs> but the rest I've of got us. A, you know, I want to go to the Vanity Fair party, like, you know, as soon as it starts. And it starts uh-huh. before the end of the awards show. Okay. 
You want to get there, get your. Because I'm not winning an award. So people who aren't like up for what no, you know, we're they... each winning one award. Oh, well, that, no. Oh. You know, the one we have named for us. But oh, I'm, <laughs> I'm giving that out. Yeah. You're giving that out? Yeah. Okay. I'm not winning that award. I'm giving that <laughs> yeah, award. Whatever. Yeah. Cool. Well, we are each winning an award because. Oh, that's Can true. That one category. One? That yeah, one category that we're all is winning. a five-way tie, six, five, six-way six tie, six-way tie. Six tie. Mm-hmm. Oh no, one person hasn't been binging. Actually, uh, maybe two of them haven't been binging. The, the three of us occasionally get it. The three of us, yeah, yes, but we got we get the it. others. Maybe one one of them, and then maybe half the time for the other two. The other two can split one, so. They'll get an honorable mention. Yes, honorable yeah. mention. Yes, we three get it. We need to go back into the spreadsheet and change that. <laughs> SCK, get that one. Yeah. Sock it to us, right? Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, can we do a little shout out for your good girlfriend, Deshaw? Yes. So y'all remember back in September when we read The Secret Lives of Church Ladies by my friend and Pittsburgh resident, Disha Filia. She just shared some news uh, last week, earlier in the week, that HBO Max has picked up the book Exec Produced by Tessa Thompson. I'm assuming the article did not indicate whether it's going to be a series or not, but it has to be because the book is a series of short stories. Mm -hmm. So I'm imagining that it's going to be a limited series where each episode will cover one short story. Oh my God. HBO Max, my friend, Disha. Wow. It's amazing. Talk That's fantastic. About, yes. Just what a coup. Oh my God. This is the kind of coup we like. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. More of this. Please. Yes. Yeah. And we interviewed her. We when this comes out, mm-hmm. we'll have to see if she would, you know, come back down to <laughs> interview with us again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh she's just going to be flying so high at that point that uh yeah doing big interviews maybe she'll come back on for a few minutes that'd be great mm-hmm. yay well congratulations and okay well let's let's go to spoilers for promising uh, young woman oh, promising what, young woman but leave for- now leave now so for those of you who haven't seen it you can geek on and for the rest of us <laughs> who have seen it the three of us yep. we will talk about the movie yep. with spoilers starting yep. now so promising young woman i i knew about the premise of this that she was it, it's kind of a revenge film and everything but wow Based on a traumatic experience. Like I do Mm -hmm. read, uh, well, first of all, I, before I sign up for something on film independent, I do read their description at the bottom of the email Mm -hmm. because I don't sign up for everything. And, um, and then when they send out the link, there is no description for that. So I do tend to go read the description on IMDb. 
you know, I mean, it's, and it's a brief snippet. So yeah, I do remember like revenge and traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's all I knew going into it. Um, and I shared this on Facebook because I really want people to watch it and I don't want them to wait until potentially the end of the year or even six months from now for it to come out on Netflix, Prime or HBO Max. You know, they will have forgotten about it by then. I mean, we will see when it comes out on one of those. And so we can Mm -hmm. tell them then, but it's worth the $20 rental. So um, I posted about it. And one of my friends who is also a listener, hi, um, (laughs) did watch it. And she had this really great analysis that she doesn't think it's a revenge movie. She thinks it really focuses on the trauma and um, that it's the, it's Carrie Mulligan's character. I forget her name already. Um, Cassie. Cassie. Cassie, thank you. Dealing with her trauma and it being retribution more than revenge. And um No, what what would be the difference between those? Two? I I don't I don't exactly know. I mean it would take me a minute to to come up with that distinction. And yes, since she was pretending to be drunk and getting random guys to take her home and start to take advantage of her in that state, that um, almost seems like, you know, uh, a revenge movie, but those guys had not previously done anything to her. So that was like setting a trap. Right. The vigilante justice. Yes. Like hashtag yes, all men or, you know, (laughs) because like those hash marks in her journal. Oh my God. It's if you do the math from when she dropped out of med school, she was probably like 24 and we know she's 30 because she had her 30th birthday. Mm -hmm. It's like six years every week, certainly once a week, she said, maybe more. That's a lot of men that she's. And it it was like every guy except for her dad was a terrible person. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Including, it turns out, Ryan, her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Now, weren't weren't you guys waiting for the other shoe to drop with him? Because like her, the story of what she was doing was going around, at least among the guys that she'd already gotten to. Mm -hmm. So I, I never, well, I didn't, I wasn't all in and brokenhearted. Like when I found out, like he was the one who did this, because I was like, what if they knew that this was her and they were going to try to set her up with him Mm. and like something was going to happen. So when it came, when his voice came on that video, I was like, okay, so that's who you are. Mm. I didn't see it coming, even though I probably should have. Yeah. Well, I didn't see that particular thing coming, but I got, I felt like something else may possibly have gone on with him because like with the, with the movie that we're in, I wasn't expecting her to get her happy ending. Mm -hmm. Although she got, Mm ending that she was satisfied with mm-hmm. and that made sense and like the director talked about like that ending she said it was polarizing for some people mm-hmm. like we all love the ending mm-hmm. but apparently some people didn't like the fact that she died yeah. but like what was the alternative yeah. like somebody yeah. popping up and rescuing her like what was it ryan no like guy. becoming the good guy like no yeah 
you had this diminutive like she was she's small she went in you had her scalpel and you have her going up against this this guy who's way bigger than she is and like the physics of it is what actually happened like yeah Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah i was surprised at that that was the it's like wait what what now i mean she she died yeah, like, oh, any minute he's going to move his foot off and she's going to be okay. Or somebody yeah. from the bachelor yeah. party is going to come upstairs and stop him. Yeah, That's not I mean, what happened. She got um, herself out of every other situation. Yeah. But not this um, one. And she, she does. Uh, she still gets her revenge. She and does. it is beautiful. Yeah, It is. I was really disappointed that Ryan didn't say anything to the police about yes, she was going to this bachelor party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, that really disappointed me because he had the chance to a uh, little bit redeem himself. Yeah. You yeah. know, um, it was interesting. He decided not to go to the bachelor party mm-hmm. since he knew she was going. She was going to do yeah. something. Yeah. Yep. So what a coward. Yeah. Um, but good. He did not warn them, you know, yeah. I mean, with her threat hanging over his head. Um, yeah, it was brilliant of her to realize that, yep, yeah, I'm going to die there. Yeah. Like, this is very possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, the director also talked about, like, and the fact that when she confronts him and says, I know this this was you, and I'm, I'm going to leak this, you tell me, like, you know, where are they going to be? What's the plan? Like, what's going on? Because I'm, I'm going to go there. And he's like, well, I, I love you. Can we still be together? Her answer to him was so perfect. Some people got mad. Like, sh- they wanted her to forgive him. Like, how how can you forgive that? Oh, even if it hadn't been um, Nina, whom mm-hmm. he had, you know, filmed. Yeah. Anyone. How yeah. could you love anyone who had done that right. to anyone else? Right. Yeah. But no? he was just a kid. Oh my no. God. They all said that. Yeah. yeah. That was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, oh, so a couple of things. I was surprised that word got around about what she was doing. What man would fess up to that? You know? <laughs> and no, it, it makes sense though. Cause like, in the in that in that certain frame of mind that those dudes were in, she was drunk and she was fair game. Oh, you took her home. You hit that. Good for you. Oh, true. You turned out to be a crazy bitch. Okay, true. That makes sense mm-hmm. if it comes about that way. Yeah. Um, and then the other thing, I was glad that she did forgive Alfred Molina's uh, lawyer character. Yes. Mm-hmm. I thought I thought that was worthwhile for her yeah. to worthy for her to do. Yeah, she yeah. saw that he he was suffering just as much. Yeah. So that's yeah, yeah, that yeah, he had, had a real conscience. regret. Yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, the vengeance that she took against the women, like Connie Britton's character, oh, like I like that she she. I was scared because I didn't know how far she would go in some of the things that she was doing. Um, so she when she told um, Connie Britton's character, like you don't remember me, but this is who I am. And this is what you condone to happen. So this is what I just did to your daughter mm-hmm. and Connie Britton freaking out. Like she did. I can't remember the character's name. Yeah. Um, love the actress. She's fantastic. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then revealing the fact that you just went through this and know that you put another young woman and probably other countless young women through this. Yeah. Um, but I didn't do that to your daughter. That dimwood is safe at a cafe. Go get her. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, I, 
I, I will say this. I where I agree with the dean is you are innocent until proven guilty. So I don't automatically. Um, I mean, yes, I give women the benefit of the doubt, but I don't want a man like automatically thrown out of school without looking into the accusation. But it, you know, it always is, he said, she said, and there shouldn't have to be video proof. Right. You know, like there was in this case or bruises like there were in this case. Ideally women will start reporting immediately because the longer it takes you to report, the Mm -hmm. less believable you Mm -hmm. are. So if I were in the position of a dean, you know, any dean or, you know, any situation where a position where someone would report um, an assault or a rape to me, honestly, I would hate to be in that position because I think it would be extremely difficult to figure out what to do. You have to investigate, but if there is no physical proof, what do you do? And in this case, there was, there were all the bruises. Yes. That one's easy. Nobody would have said anything about the video, but right. You know, what if there are no bruises? Then you investigate. You don't just sweep it under the rug. So Connie Britton's character was wrong on all. Right. For sure. This occasion. For sure. Um, And like the fact that she, like when she mentioned that his character was back and how much they loved having him. Um, and then she didn't even remember, like, he was possibly associated with a, a rape. Yeah. Yeah. Like, or the girl's name. Did, did we find out what happened to her friend? Yes, she committed suicide. Right. Oh, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. I got confused when she went to go visit um, the mom. Oh, and the mom was played by Molly Shannon. Oh, yeah. We had that talk about comedians doing, um, like, dramatic work. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... Camille pointed out to me that most of the men actors in it mm-hmm. are comedians. Oh, right. Yeah. Bo Burnham. Yeah. 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 I didn't recognize any of them because they're all of like millennials, young-ish millennials. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't know any of them. But it, learning that, I think it's pretty brilliant to do that yeah. because it's disarming for yeah. us, for the audience, you know, you yeah. see these guys whom we are supposed to recognize as comedians. Mm-hmm. We don't expect them to turn out to be bad guys. Yeah. Uh, and the director said that she said that they intentionally casted good looking, funny guys, someone that we would immediately trust. Yeah. Cause that's a lot of times who it is in real yeah. life. You trust yeah. that person. And they that's recruit. perfect. Yeah. I didn't make it to the Q&A, but I found right after watching it, I wanted to know, oh, my God, what was her inspiration for this writing and directing? And by the way, the director played Camilla Parker Bowles in the most recent season of The Crown. Oh, really? Yeah. And she was the showrunner on season two of Killing Eve. Yes. But this is her first feature film to direct which is just Amazing. awesome. Yes. Yeah. So 
she did not say in that article that she ever had an experience like this or that a friend had some traumatic experience like this, but she recognizes that it is very common for exactly. women in general. Hashtag yes, all women. We can all um, relate to this. Yes, exactly. Much too easily. <laughs> exactly. She got the title from the judge in real life who called Brock Turner, the rape Stanford rapist, a promising young man. Mm-hmm. And um, she also said, and Carrie Mulligan was part of this interview as well, that when they shot the death scene, um, it was very, very traumatic for everyone, the crew and uh director though less traumatic for her and for carrie mulligan so when they did a rehearsal of it carrie mulligan was crying afterwards just because of how real it was like they had to practice to see Mm -hmm. is this what it would really be like does it work you know because they had to make it look like she would really die Mm -hmm. yeah yeah and they did they had him like with his knee over her face on the pillow for like the full two minutes that it would take. And I loved that because I, I even commented to my daughter when we were watching that in most suffocation scenes and other movies, they're not on long enough Mm-mm. or right. they don't seem to be, so you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's just, and understandably so like if we are watching the whole time, you know, you can't hold your breath that long or, you know, if they're trying to do it in one shot, you know, what do they do? And if someone has their t- head turned to the side so they can breathe, you know, that's uncomfortable. So whatever. Um, and in the article, uh, she was saying that they, they had things, the pillow and her head turned that she could breathe just enough. Um, but it didn't look like it you know, it, and it totally, I mean, my God, to us, it really looked like she was dying. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I love that they did. Was it just two minutes? It felt like longer. It it was like, it was nearly three minutes. I forget the exact amount, but yeah. It felt like a long time and Mm -hmm. that made it even more believable to me. Mm Yeah. And her noises. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because like in other movies and shows where someone is being suffocated with the pillow there. I, I, I don't remember that many noises, you know, and their noises aren't like squeaks, like she was doing. They're like muffled, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but hers were just heartbreaking. Yeah. Yeah. I, I would, I mean, I haven't seen, obviously we haven't seen screeners yet for the spirit awards, but as of right now, I want her to win best actress. I'm rooting for this for best picture, best director. Again, I'll need to see all the screeners, but mm-hmm. man. It's a runner. Yeah. 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 yeah it's going to be a really competitive <sighs> field this year. Oh, yeah, for sure. all those categories. Yeah. 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 Like between that scene and then like her scene in the truck or well, in the car and then taking the, the crowbar to that truck. Oh, yeah. Cathartic. Good. We we as an audience needed that. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. We as the women in the audience. Yes. Yep. Yes. Now, are you seeing um, different reactions from men and women as they watch this movie? 
No men have commented on my post. Oh, sorry. One friend. He's planning on watching it uh, today or tomorrow. So okay. after, and he is a dumb buff. Yeah. Just, um, he's well, part of our page too. So okay. after he watches it, I will ask him mm-hmm. uh, what he thinks. Yeah. I think he'll love it. On the, like the movie reviews and all of that that I've seen, women are rating it higher than men are. Oh, understandably yeah. so. Yeah. Yeah. Because hashtag not all men. (laughs) Right. Hashtag most men. (laughs) So. That's right. Not all men, but a lot of them. (laughs) Enough men. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Enough men that this is exactly why women should not go to a, a bar or any drinking establishment alone, which is a shame uh we should not get drunk in public there's all these extra things that that we have to do and yep. <laughs> yeah when yeah. men just get not be ripey yep right bottom line try that um <laughs> tips to not get right ra- or tip tips to avoid rape men don't rape you know, have you seen that meme? And, and there, mm-hmm. there are several steps on there. Yeah. But the bottom line is men don't rape. Yeah. We should not have to carry rape whistles mm-hmm. or mace or carry our keys in our hand when we're walking to our car. Right. And those aren't even the big things. You know, like stranger rape out in public, you know, in a public venue like that, uh, not in a bar, but, you know, like outside walking to your car. That is so rare. Yeah. It's quote date rape or yeah. Going home with some guy like that when you're drunk or being at a party and have a roofie put in your drink. Yeah. That is like the norm is my understanding. Yeah, like what mm-hmm. needs to become more of the norm is like in that scene where they were in um, like the Uber or Lyft or whatever, like there was a responsibility on the part right. of the driver. Exactly. Like she was completely drunk and this dude is yep. talking about taking her back to his house. Yep. No, drive to the police station now. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. that would be good. Or to the hospital, someplace yep. where, you know. She'll be safe. Yeah. Away from that dude. Mm-hmm. Yep. And can we say Laverne Cox? She was amazing. Oh, she? yes. She was. I loved her. <laughs> yes. She yeah. was great. Mm-hmm. Being trans was not part of her character. Yeah. That she was, was good. She the was the owner, true. the boss. Yep. Just yep. a, you yeah. spit in his coffee. <laughs> yep. That was so funny. We yeah. actually drank it. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, no. But I mean, actually, as in yeah. from the QA. Yes. well they ended up kissing later so i guess you know right and this was what was it in may of 2019 is when they filmed this so it was yeah Yeah. (laughs) we we used to eat spit covered cake so oh true yeah oh my gosh i don't know what it was oh it was just a commercial on CNN, this little boy, it was about peanut allergies or something. And this little boy was uh, blowing out candles on his cake. And I go, ooh. <laughs> I was like, what? I said, he just blew out candles. And she's like, what do you mean? COVID. Like, oh. <laughs> and she said, yeah, commercials really need to update now. I said, yes, 
they should slice the cake first and put a candle on his only or there give him go. a freaking cupcake. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I like it. Yeah. Cupcakes. That's the way to go. Yeah. I mean, I do like a big cake, but then cut it, mm-hmm. cut it first and then give the, the candle on only his piece. Yeah. Like we can adjust and change. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Or, you know, like at, at a wedding, you know, you have like the mini cake that yeah. Yeah. they'll do first. They'll cut first. So yeah. do it like that. Have like a little six inch cake mm-hmm. for the, with the candle on it that the person can blow out. Right. And that's, you know, or let, to- let's end the practice of wasting birthday candles you know, and have like one big candle that you would save. And that's your birthday candle that you use like for the whole family until it's burned down (laughs) and you bring it out. You don't put it on the cake or anything. You just hold it and people sing for you. And then you make a wish and you blow on that away from the cake. I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. That would be a new tradition. Isn't that cool? Spritz it. Spritz it. yeah okay (laughs) true because other people yeah you can wear a glove while you hold it this is the birthday candle and it's honorable and it's lucky and yeah or only birthday get an app for that oh Uh, a birthday candle app yeah okay and you blow on your phone or just or you hit a button tap it it to blow it out Everyone has the app so they know when you. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially since we're having Zoom birthday parties now. Yeah. True. True. Well, that's easy enough because then the person can light their own candle and blow it out and everyone can have a cake of their own. Exactly. <laughs> so... All right. Let me check this out. Birthday <laughs> candle. I'm going to see if it's oh. already there. Yes, it exists. Happy birthday birthday blow out your candle cool i love it birthday reminders blow out the candles there's one with the number one on it call sms email facebook twitter forgot the birthday cake this app will let you blow out your virtual candles I love select it. your age the cake, oh, no. cake comes up blow into the microphone oh, at exclamation gosh. point simple entertaining and a must-have for solo birthdays i love it include birthday reminder let's see if there's an in-app purchase or something no it's just free cool and there's another app birthday cake blow out the candles yeah so so there's more than one i love it you're too late court you you're not gonna make a billion dollars i'm good as long as we're using that and we're all being safe and we're still enjoying birthdays yeah Mm -hmm. and it's environmentally friendly because see we use birthday candles and throw them away because it doesn't feel right to reuse those little baby things right yeah all right well that's all for this week and everyone find your formal wear for for next week if you don't have it already of course and we'll be back with the soupies next week thanks geek on <laughs>